From our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our text then for this 20th Sunday after Pentecost is from the Old Testament book of Amos, the fifth chapter, and is read as follows. Seek the Lord and live. Hate evil and love good, so that the God of hosts will be gracious unto the remnants. For this serves as the basis for this day's meditation. In Jesus' name, Amen. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, has this ever happened to you? There you are. You're at home. It's in the middle of the afternoon. Maybe it's early evening. Maybe it's late at night. And you find yourself wandering throughout the house, making your way to the kitchen. You open the pantry door, and you realize that you're staring at all of its contents. Suddenly, it dawns on you. As you hear a voice that comes from your spouse or your family member, when they find you standing there gazing at the choices, what are you looking for? And truth be told, you don't really know what you're looking for. You know that you're standing there. You know that you're hungry, snacky as it were. But you can't decide if you're looking for something sweet, something salty, something chewy, something crunchy. You have all these options before you, and yet there isn't one. None that stands out as the answer to your craving. What are you looking for? We may even ask or pose that very same question to ourselves to an emotionally and spiritually restless kind of people. What is it that I am looking for? Now you may be surprised at the answers that you may hear. You may hear people say, I'm looking for happiness. I'm looking for excitement. I'm looking for love. I'm looking for a place to belong. I'm looking for a purpose. I'm looking to have a good time. I'm looking for an escape. Then you might hear some that might just say, well, I'm just looking. One way or another, we're looking for something that makes us come alive. I don't know about you, but standing there in the kitchen in the middle of the night, staring at the pantry with all of my choices, not knowing what I want, can be kind of boring. And yet, Experienced time and time again, it proves that none of these avenues, all of these choices that are in front of us, comes to us over any length of time. Moreover, we are not created to seek our source of life in those things. We are created to seek the Lord. That's how it was in Amos' day. God's people during the time of Amos, they knew something about seeking. 
their source of life apart from God. You see, Amos is running at a time of relatively political stability in both kingdoms, the northern and the southern. However, the external national stability is masking serious spiritual problems. It's trying to cover up its spiritual inconsistencies. It's kind of like our world today, making excuses and masking our spiritual problems. I don't know about you, but I am so tired of hearing the term COVID. Sometimes people use other excuses not to come to church. Sometimes they use whatever it is just so that they can hide their spiritual defectiveness. The most common in our world today, as it was in Amos' day, was unbelief and a lack of fear for the Lord. Generations earlier, when King Jeroboam was king, he had set up calf idols in the cities of Bethel and Dan. And Israel had followed their kings in practicing idolatry right up to the point of Amos' writings. And the people had also adopted false gods, all these things that were around them. And ultimately, the people had adopted the worship of the most ancient and the most modern of false gods, the God of self the God of self-serving. In service to their own appetites, the rich and well-connected people of Amos' days, they built beautiful homes, and they planted luxurious vineyards, and they funded their efforts by oppressing others. They charged the people unfair taxes, especially on their grain harvests. Then when people would complain or ask them about why are they doing this, the rich would pay the judges off and maintain an unjust enterprise. You see, that's why God sent the prophet to come to these people, to warn them that their time was coming to an end. They would build their beautiful homes. But as we hear from our text in verse 11 and following, they did not get to live in them. They would plant their pleasant vineyards, but miss out on the wine. These warnings would find their fulfillment in Israel's destruction. And this happened in 722, when the Assyrians came in and took over. Like the well-connected of Amos' day, you and I in the world today, we are not immune to using and abusing those who are around us to seek the good life. What is it that the world is seeking? When we seek wealth, we use people by means of production. When we seek after pleasure and self-gratification, we use people as objects to satisfy our desires. When we seek after power, we use people either as allies or as obstacles to be removed. That's the world we live in, isn't it? We live in a world that does not seek Christ. But you see, God himself is seeking so much more. God has a plan for you 
and for you, and for you, and for you, and for you, and for me. God has a plan for all of us, and it's much more than what we could ever imagine. Amos didn't simply communicate judgments. Through the prophet, God was pleading with his people, Seek me and live. Seek the Lord and live. Seek good and not evil that you may live. It's our nature, isn't it, to seek. We are seeking people. We would seek life in a thousand good things. But only one is able to give real life, abundant life, eternal life. And that is Christ. You see where we're going here? There are two ways in life, right? There is, according to Psalm 1, there is the way of the righteous and the way of the wicked. And God himself loves us so much that he calls us to follow the way of righteousness, to follow the way of truth. And this truth is, is that we have eternal life in Christ. That you and I may know the only true God, and that is Jesus Christ. Scripture says in John chapter 10, I came, this is Jesus speaking, I came that you may have life and have it abundantly. You see, the world out there may be turned upside down. It may not be a loving and caring world out there, but the good news for all of us here today is this, is that we did not seek God. He sought us. The one through whom all things are made and have life came to earth, seeking out his twisted, if you will, bound creatures. And with all of his lack, his acts of love and mercy and grace, Jesus bore witness of the life he came to give us. And even so, his people rejected the author of life. But today we can say as we look at that cross where Jesus died, and we can look at the empty tomb where Jesus rose, and we can say, thanks be to God for Christ Jesus, the source of all life. You see, Jesus comes to us today to invite us to seek our life in him with a very special promise that we will find it. Matthew 7, 7. Where will I find Jesus, you ask? Right here in God's house. Through absolution, through the message of God's word, through the gospel, through the sacraments that we receive in which he communicates his real presence and life to us. Having sought, all of us, right? Having sought and found our life in God we then see people rightly as objects of God's great love. Justice for us and care for our neighbors, they flow from Jesus for his sake. Because you and I are a source of life in Jesus, it never fails. We can seek to bless those who are around us. we would go on and read farther in the Old Testament, 
we would read to the end of Amos' prophecy. We would find that the prophet had words of hope for his wayward countrymen. That God would seek his people, and that God would find his people, and that God would save his people. And in the end, in the very end, God would bring them home to a land where they would build homes and dwell in them and where they would plant vineyards, enjoy the blessings of wine. For they would dwell in his presence forever, rightly related to him and to one another. It's a picture what Scripture calls the new creation. The hope that Jesus has won for us. I don't know about you. We don't really know what we are seeking when we're standing there looking from the pantry. But God has sought, and he has found us, and he has done so in Jesus. So that you and I might seek and know him and have eternal life. And in this world, full of people who don't know exactly what they're looking for, we relish this opportunity to seek the God who sought us, and then to seek the good of others, and then to know the love, love of Christ, of our seeking and rescuing God through us. This, my friends, is where true life is found. So, what are you seeking? Are you seeking Christ or are you seeking other things? My prayer is that may you always seek Christ. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit we say, Amen. Amen. We continue then with our offering.